such an exciting thing to see, especially with the, the life and health of a church, to see that people, you know, we partake in the elements, we, we do communion, we'll be doing that shortly. Um, hopefully you got your element as you came in, and I chip, walked around with a plate that has it. If you, you can raise your hand if you did not get a communion element. I'll be doing that at the end of this, this message, leading us in a time of communion. But for baptism, it's just one of those things where you see new life coming into the church, that spiritual energy, the, the excitement to know that, that, yes, we know, right, in our mind that, that God's kingdom is alive and is everlasting, but certainly to see that in a tangible way in the life of the church is an exciting thing this morning. So as you can imagine, I'm going to preach to you a very brief message this morning. I've just got a couple of verses. Um, more so than anything, I want to make sure that uh, we know kind of what is, what is happening today. So I pulled the information as far as what our church actually believes. Because today we're going to participate in all the ordinances of the church. We're going to be talking about, and, and together as a church body, participating and going through communion and going through baptism. And, and certainly uh, it's something that I think all of us uh, don't want to take lightly by any stretch. So would you pray with me? Lord God, thank you, Lord, for this morning. God, the opportunity, Lord, to be in your house God, that you've called us by name, Lord, you've made the way, Lord, on the cross. God, and so we just thank you, Lord, for the work that you have already done, God, in so many people's lives, Lord, that today they are proclaiming that, God, to the world, to our friends, to our family. God, saying, look what the Lord has done in me. Look how my life has been transformed. So I thank you, Lord, for that, that work, the blood that was shed on the cross, Lord, and God, that you went through such great lengths to have a relationship with us, and we give you all the praise and the glory for that. In Jesus' mighty name, would you minister through your word this morning? In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So, yes, the church ordinances this morning, we're going to go through that. Simply, our church states that we believe that the believer's water baptism and the Lord's supper are ordinances of the church and should be practiced regularly. And three scriptures on that. I know Pastor Don had mentioned the, the long-time baptism sheet we have, and there's 18 verses on there. There's several verses just with the, the uh, deal of what we have. Last time I preached, I know I used several verses. Today, I'm only going to be ministering to you from two verses. And they're not even officially on baptism, so just hang, hang on on that. Um, but, but yes, first of all, certainly we believe in baptism in water. This ordinance of baptism by immersion or, or to be immersed in the water is commanded by the Scriptures. All who repent and believe on Christ as Savior and Lord are to be baptized. Thus, they declare to the world that they have died with Christ and that they have also been raised with him to walk in the newness of life. Amen. And what we'll do together as a church body, Holy Communion. The Lord's Supper, consisting of the elements, bread, and the fruit of the vine, is a symbol expressing our shared, sharing the divine nature of our Lord Jesus Christ, a memorial of his suffering and death, and, looking forward, a prophecy of his second coming, enjoined on all believers till he comes. So this morning, and I think partially, he mentioned the soccer camp. Um, that's what we're doing in lieu of v VBS this year. I think possibly because I was prepared for that tonight and thinking, you know, ABCs. If you all have your bulletin, you can take down some notes. You can write ABCD. I'm in that kind of admit, believe, confess mold this morning. It'll be a different uh, few words of what it stands for. But yeah, ABCD, very briefly this morning. And again, as far as the actual detail of all this, the ones that are being baptized, they have had the teaching more at length, and uh, between the new beginners class, um, joining the church, and then of course, Miss Shelley does a great job. Shelley, I'm going to give you this baptismal thing so y'all can go over the individual verses uh, as y'all have time to do that. So this morning, this is for all of us. Beside A, you can write down, allow access. 
allow access. I want to read something I had seen online. There's so much you can get into with studying these different things, but the ordinances, the way our church views them, just the simple Protestant understanding of, of communion and baptism, these two ordinances, the ordinances symbolize the faith and the obedience of the people of God. Rather than actually transmitting the grace of serving a means of grace, the ordinances, let's catch this, the ordinances are opportunities for their recipients to express their allegiance to Christ. So if you want to write down allegiance, you can certainly do that as well. But for us, I would say all of us, allow access. It's already been prayed so many times this morning. The cross has already done all the work, but now for us, our hearts are the place that are really that ground, the, 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 the turning point to where, okay, are we going to let this have a resonance in our own heart? I believe this morning that the Holy Spirit can work in any facet of this service. When you see, not necessarily just your loved one, when you see a brother or sister in Christ get baptized, you see someone, maybe you're not a Christian yourself, maybe you see someone taking this great step of faith and you see them going, I believe the Holy Spirit can do a marvelous work in your own life just by watching a baptism. Amen. I, I, I think really the Holy Spirit can work in a number of ways this morning if we would simply allow access. B, be baptized. Be baptized. I found this so, so well stated. In the early church, baptism by immersion or going under was administered to people who grasped the gospel, repented of their sins, and believed in Jesus Christ for salvation. You can see this when Peter preaches, they're baptized, and it's, it's just it's such a simple, we're told to walk in this childlike faith, right? It's a simple sign of welcoming people in and showing, okay, we're putting this stamp of, okay, Jesus did this, he went before us, he set the way, he declared this as the appropriate thing to do. Now, by childlike faith, I'm going to be baptized. Amen. And thirdly, see communion. For us, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on communion, but I want us to be aware as I conclude this time this morning, we take communion together for us to do it worthily. Besides C, you can write down communion. You can consider conscience. Consider conscience. We're told to examine ourselves. And so by means of that, that's what I want these verses here to kind of let us meditate on. And this D is discipleship. Or I even saw in Jack Hafer's study Bible, you can develop dynamic discipleship. So if you would look with me at Luke 17, just two verses this morning. Luke 17, Jesus Christ himself spoke of something that's very important. And we're in the Genesis study. We've been in it for some time, and I know Pastor Larry preached a very timely message on Sodom and so many great things that have happened through this sermon series, and I went back and listened to it, Pastor Larry, the, the fact that Lot lost his wife in the midst of all this. This is sometimes jokingly referred to as, you know, a very easy verse to remember. Some of you may know that Jesus wept is the shortest verse in the Bible with two words, so this comes right in after it with three words, remember Lot's wife. But it's a very serious verse. If you know the story, this idea that Sodom and Gomorrah is being destroyed. A family is leaving. They're being pulled out by the angels that have come in to, to offer salvation to those that would turn. And, and Lot and his family, they leave. But unfortunately, Lot's wife looks back, which was explicitly what they had just been told not to do. And so Jesus simply tells us with three words, remember Lot's wife. 
But this morning, I want to challenge you to make this not something that's just a symbol that we're partaking in this morning, something that's like a checkbox to say, okay, well, I'm good for heaven, like praise God, right? I mean, I mean, that's already done on the inside, but sometimes we can get with the formalities of these things and say, oh, praise God, let's go get some chicken. You know, like it's not about that. This is our lives we're talking about. This is simply the front door, the initial moment, and then the rest of your life daily taking up your cross that's what we're called to in discipleship. We're not just called to, quote, be a Christian that we call ourselves this and then the world doesn't even really know what that means and we look just like everybody else, but we're called to be a follower of Christ. So Jesus here, and we're going to spend some more time on verse 33, he's talking, and, and the context here is fantastic. And I would tell you, if you want to read this at length, just know that you're talking about a context from thousands of years ago and, and people that... They're grinding wheat. They're, they're looking at this end times concept, but things are a lot different now. I had a youth come to me and present this probably a decade ago now and, and had it all confused with something she saw online. So I want you to be careful with how you uh, read things. Some of you may have been familiar with this passage with all this stuff going on. Nowadays, certainly, you want to be very careful with who you're listening to and how you're getting your information. But this is a passage on the end times and how the urgency of Christ can just separate those that believe and those that don't believe. And it's one of those things, right, for us to go through the motions can be very comfortable and easy, but I challenge you to take this way more serious than that. I've heard it said so much that even baptism can be spiritual warfare, where we are proclaiming, as we did this morning, Christ's victory over the powers of darkness. So when someone comes into the kingdom, heaven rejoices, right? And we should all rejoice, not just in like, oh, that's exciting. You know, but like, no, really, there are forces at work that tremble at the idea that the power of God is being worked out in people's lives. Regarding Lot's wife, do not look back longing to where one used to be. Do not look back longing for an old life. Longing for maybe some possessions or something that you wish, okay, oh, I wish I could hang on to this one piece of my life, but I know I should let it go. But you, you, you know what I'm saying? You have to take those thoughts captive. You have to take those thoughts captive. And I want to read this, this last section that I had, had found so important to balance this out. With Jesus, righteousness no longer consists of observance of an external legal code. He likens it to apprenticeship of himself, Jesus, as the master teacher through the Holy Spirit. Jesus himself has fulfilled the law, become our righteousness, and in response now, let us walk as devoted disciples, being faithful to him and obedient to his commands. With that being said, if this is something that I wouldn't challenge you to say that you're comfortable with, it's something that you can apply to your own life if you would begin to open your communion element, because this can be a challenging thing to wait to the last second to open. So if you're planning on taking communion, please do begin the process. This morning, as we remember the Lord with the body and the blood, think about how grim this is, right? That we are saying, okay, God himself has done all this for us, and we are identifying with what has been done. Kristen, if you would put up... Uh, Verse 33, Pastor Larry, thank you, Tammy, for yesterday, this, the CPR class. This was on my mind as we were going through that CPR training yesterday. Many of you may read New King James or different things that say, save his life. The verse is, whoever tries to keep his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life will preserve it. 
This translation, the New English translation, is very similar to the ESV, phrases it, keep his life. But the idea right after Lot's wife, you think about the things that we try to grasp onto, right? We're clutching onto things that, and in terms of our life, right, that's important. But in our own hands, it's, it's, it's going to be lost, right? It's like sand through an hourglass. It's, it's just constantly sifting away. And so you can think about this even almost in the context of your soul, right? I was reading here about how the, the differences of how they could have translated it. They kept it life because there's a lot of wordplay going on in the original language. But when you see life, it's not just your literal breath. It's your soul. It's your eternal life. It's those of us that think we got it all figured out on our own, we're in trouble, but those that say, no, 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 I'm going to lay it all down. I see the, the work that the Messiah, that Jesus Christ, that our Lord from heaven has come and has wrought all this off in his own personal body. And now I'm just going to accept that. I'm going to lay my own life down. I'll lose my life. And in the process, my life will be preserved. Amen. That's what we're called to as a disciple. So if you would, as you hold the bread in your hand, we're going to take the body and the bread this morning together. And again, we're simply declaring that we are accepting what Jesus Christ has done for us. We are accepting the fact that he has done all the work. We have received him as our Lord and Savior, and we're declaring that, proclaiming it until he returns. Would you hold the bread? God, we thank you, Lord, for your body, which was broken for us. God, we believe, Lord, that there is healing in this, Lord. You said, by your stripes we are healed, Lord. And literally, you took so many stripes on yourself, Lord. God, that we all deserve. We are far from perfect people. And you are a holy, righteous God. So we thank you, Lord, that you have bridged that gap, Lord, on the cross. And we thank you for the body, and we partake it today in faith. In Jesus' name. Would you check and eat? And the same way, at the Last Supper... The disciples were gathering when this was all instituted. And he took the cup. And you have to remember this idea of discipleship is not a new one, right? It's not, it's, it's not the fact that it's a hard message, it's not new. There was original teaching on Jesus being the, the body, the bread, and that you would have to drink his blood. At some point, that became kind of a, a you talk about a viral, trendy thing. The Romans used that to kill a lot of Christians because it was confusing and, you know, a little strange. What are they doing, you know, cannibals? It's just, you know. So, but when Jesus first preached that message, so many disciples left. So many disciples said, this is too hard. This is, this is not for me. And so the disciples were shrunk back down to the 12 or, or how many actual ever stood by. It's the narrow they enter in. But this morning, as you hold the juice, would you take it in faith? God, we thank you for the new covenant, the cup that's in your blood. We ask that you would, God, God, minister to us, Lord, as we, God, by faith, Lord, God, walk through this, Lord. Would you help our unbelief, Lord? Would you help us take those thoughts captive, Lord? God, that do, God, desire things of the world and the flesh, Lord, would you help us, God, to walk with you, Lord, that we would put down, Lord, our old life completely day by day, take up our cross and follow you. Would you drink? As you meditate on this, Christian, if you would play the video on baptism, and then I'll give us a couple instructions before we, we break officially. <laughs> 